Hello, this is Tom Bailey, and you're listening to PF's Tape Recorder. Hello there, I'm PF, this is my tape recorder, and welcome to, it's finally here, yes, the 12 greatest 12 inches of all time, and we're going to explain kind of some of the process here of how I arrived at 12 and what all this is about, but first of all, I wanted to say that I guess we're going to need to set some parameters here. What is a 12, well, the, the idea was to be to have the 12 best 12 inch remixes of all time. Okay, so that's the a big difference. A 12 inch single, as most of you know, I'm not gonna insult people's intelligence. If you're of a certain age like me, you obviously know what it is. If you're a young person, I'm sure you know what it is. I hate these people, they're like, young people have never used a dial telephone or used a horseless carriage or any of those kind of things. I hate those things. You've lived on the earth, you know what they are. But to refresh those people or maybe kind of get uh, a definition, a solid definition down because there's a slight bit of confusion. A 12-inch single, as the name implies, is a 12-inch uh, record that has you know, one song on one side, one song on the other. Sometimes you can get like up to five songs on it, and then we get into EP territory. But usually for 12-inch single purposes, it's usually remixes of the same song. So that's what we're going to go with for the 12-inch single. And a lot of, not I would say controversy, but um, there's a... Uh, a thing on the BBC uh, World Service a documentary called The 12-Inch Single Story, The Story of the 12-Inch Single, something came out in 2012. Uh, the, one of the guys that founded Zang Tang Tom Records, along with Trevor Horn, uh, I can't remember his name, Paul Morley, did it. Uh, he hosted it and produced it. And explain kind of the history of the 12-Inch Single. And the first thing that we have to understand about the 12-Inch Single is the 12-Inch Single and the 12-Inch Remix are kind of two different things in a way. I will explain they kind of determined that the best 12-inch single of all time is New Order's Blue Monday. And while that is a great 12-inch, I don't consider it a 12-inch in the true respect of what I consider to be a 12-inch because, yes, it's a 12-inch single. It's one song on the one side and one song on the other. But the problem is it's the exact same version that's on the album Power Corruption and Lies. It's not remixed at all. The B-side, oddly, is remixed. It's a song called The Beach, which is basically just the instrumental track, or what we call the dub version. A dub version, uh, let's make that distinction clear. Dub version is not a strictly instrumental version. Dub version usually has some vocals in it, but not all. That's just kind of uh, to get that straight. So anyway, I don't really consider uh, Blue Monday to be the one of the 12 best 12 inches of all time, simply because I don't consider it to be a 12-inch remix single. And there's kind of some reasons why you would have a single on a 12-inch and not on a 45. And it's kind of how the way the remix and the 12-inch single kind of came together at the same time. It was in 1976, a guy named Tom Moulton, he was a DJ, I guess, in Philadelphia. And he kind of started experimenting with, and I guess he would have to just use, like, two of the same record, or maybe he had an instrumental version of one version of the song or another. And he would kind of mix them live in the club using his turntables and kind of accidentally re invented kind of the, uh, the, the remix in that way. And then I guess he was also in charge of finding new music for record labels in New York. And we'll all let him explain it. This is a clip from the BBC story of the 12-inch single. Here you go. I would go to uh, Media Sound every Friday to do mastering on singles that I would do down in Philadelphia. Media Sound was in New York, and they ran out of 7-inch blanks. I said, look, i got to play the company something. And so uh, he said, well, you know, we just have the 12-inch blanks. But he cut them within spec. In other words, it looked like a little 45 on this huge disc. 
So I said, that, that looks ridiculous. Can you at least start at the beginning, kind of spread the grooves? And he said, well, the only way we can do that is raise the level. I went, all right, go ahead, you know. I mean, it's only for them to hear what it's going to sound like when it's mastered. So basically what you get, not only does he discover remixing or kind of develop remix, he also realizes accidentally, after making this engineer cut a regular song onto just a 12-inch record, that by doing that, it's much louder, it's more dynamic, you can hear everything so much better, and that's why things are getting put on 12-inch. And later in the documentary, it mentions that people got disappointed because they would buy a 12-inch single and expected to be remixed, but it was not. In fact, if you buy the 12-inch single for Enola Gay, which my buddy Brian gave to me, he bought it, we're the same age, he bought it when he was in high school in Scotland, and he went home to Scotland and he knew I loved OMD, so he brought it home, uh, brought it back to the United States and gave it to me, and it's just Enola Gay on one side and it's Annex, the B-side, on the other. It sounds really good, though, on a turntable because, again, it's the it's, it's been spaced out. It sounds much better than it does on a 45 RPM record, or I guess even indeed on the album, because the grooves are further apart, so so it's louder and all that. But for our uh, sake of discussion, we are going to to stick with 12-inch remixed singles. And uh, 12-inch remixed singles, boy, it was tough. Like I said, I was going to originally do 10, and then I was going to do uh, and then I thought, well, I can do, I'll do 12. And I had to narrow the list. I think I had, let me see, I had 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 20, like 20 odd, um, on this list. So apologies to Two Tribes, and I'll explain that one right now. Uh, Two Tribes, great 12-inch remixes. There's, I think there's five official ones out there that they produced at the time in 1984. The problem is there's two that I like a lot. One is called Annihilation. I don't remember what the other one is called, but I like different parts of them, so I really couldn't pick a favorite between those two. Uh, Heart of the Sun by Redbox I like a lot, but there's no first verse. You don't get the whole song in there, so that kind of added, you know, take that one out. Lifeline by Spandau Ballet is fantastic, but I had to make a cut somewhere. Uh, Motion of Love by Gene Love Jezebel, same. My favorite group, Orchestra Maneuvers in the Dark, well, favorite after the Beach Boys. And we'll discuss this, too. Uh, a lot of groups are more remixable than others or had better success with remixes. I love OMD, but they didn't make the top 12. Telegraph comes close, and I would say pound for pound, OMD have great remixes. I'm not happy, unhappy with any of theirs. We'll discuss more remixable bands in just a second before we start the countdown. Angel in My Pocket by a Canadian group called One to One. I don't like 12 inches that just mix down to the drum pattern and mix back. It's called the breakdown. And if you're in a club, it's great. But for listening purposes, and that's another thing, are 12 inches to be danced to or to be listened to? Well, I didn't really go to a lot of clubs. I'm not a huge dance guy, so I would say I'm looking more for listenability. And the breaking down of the drums and building back up, even though that's kind of a hallmark of a 12-inch single and what they started to make 12-inch singles for, I'm not keen. Angel in My Pocket does do that, but it it does it for a reason. It breaks down from all the instruments down to the drum pattern, which I think is kind of cool. And there's a lot of other cool things going on in that 12-inch. But again, had to make a cut somewhere. Forever Young by Alphaville, a sped-up version of their classic uh, is great. The One Thing by NXS, great remix. Blue Kiss by Jane Wheedlin, formerly of and back in the Go-Go's. That's another great 12-inch, but... Again, gotta make cuts. Don't Come Back by the Comatines from New York City and One Small Day from Ultravox. Uh, also just not making the cut, barely. We are going to get... Well, let's discuss mixability of bands first, shall we? Like I said, some groups are more remixable than others. I would say your most remixable groups are, well, 
and I'll spoiler alert here, even though I hate that phrase, Depeche Mode, most remixable band, they place two in the top 12 here, to give you an idea, extremely remixable band they are, Thompson Twins, another really remixable band, they do some of that trickery where they mix down to the drum pattern on some of them, so I don't, I'm not keen there, I'll explain on the one song, when we get to that in the countdown of theirs, they are in the countdown with one of their songs, uh, what I kind of like and what I kind of wish they would have done slightly different. OMD, as I mentioned, very remixable. And like I said, pound for pound, a uh, lot of great remixes. I'm not really unhappy with any of the remixes of their singles. Uh, Ultravox, the aforementioned, uh, do a really good job of remixing stuff. ABC, a pretty good job. And uh, Heaven 17. Speaking of, by the way, Heaven 17, as we know, if you've listened to the show before, we counted down the top Heaven 17 hits, the top Human League hits. The groups are related. They started as Human League. Two of the guys split off, so we got Heaven 17 and Human League. Human League, a remarkably unremixable band in that the remixes aren't that good. There's an instrumental album called The League Unlimited Orchestra. It's instrumental remixes of songs from the album there, and they're really good. But the 12-inch singles I have purchased from Human League are not great. They're just, I don't know why they were never a good remake. On paper, they should be a fantastic, especially considering League Unlimited Orchestra. So you have that. And New Order, I would say, are also a very remixable band. Oh, along with uh, Pet Shop Boys. And then some of the groups, of course, in the top 12 here, uh, also very remixable. So with those parameters set, we're going to start with the 12th best 12-inch of all time. This is a remix of the Pet Shop Boys Opportunities. I think it's called the Latina Mix. What I like about this is that, uh, while I'm not keen on mixes that don't sound like the song, I like how they kind of just remix this into kind of like really bringing up the one keyboard sound. And because I just like the keyboard sound in this a lot, and it really stuck with me. So here you go. Here's uh, Opportunities Latina Mix from Pet Shop Boys. Opportunities from the Pet Shop Boys Latina Mix. And we come to number 11. Number 11, kind of a surprise here. Uh, a group you may be familiar with for one song, possibly two or three. They are from Australia. Their name is Real Life. If you know any song by them, it's called Send Me an Angel. If you know any other song, it is either Catch Me, I'm Falling, which was the second single from the album. Uh, I think Send Me an Angel got to like 20-odd in the Hot 100 here in America. And Catch Me, I'm Falling got 240. 
And there's another song called God Tonight that came out in 1990, I think it was, and that got a lot of play in uh, dance clubs in the United States uh, and Europe as well. But uh, Face to Face is a single from their second album, and it's an, a perfectly fine song. But the remix is incredible in that they really took the best parts of the song and, and mixed them around so you could really hear them and appreciate them. And then when you hear the 7-inch version of the song, you like, can kind of hear them in the background like, oh, okay, it's a really well-structured song. So I'm going to play the start of the song, and then I'm going to play you kind of the middle of the song to give you a, a part that I kind of highlighted that I think is really cool. So here's the beginning of Face to Face from Real Life. face-to-face from real life. I'm going to get into the middle of the song here and heard they kind of like just do a little remixing and highlight a bit and kind of extend it. Here you go. from face to face we get to number 10 and a group from germany called camouflage there was a big thing in germany in the 80s for trios to be doing synth pop alphaville the aforementioned uh, along with hubert ka another good group and these knuckleheads and they made i think they've made a couple albums the two big ones you might know them if you know a song from them it's called the great commandment and they're pretty remixable bunch of guys but i love this one it's a this lead off single from their second album which I don't remember what it was called. Voices and Images, the first album. I can't remember the name of the second album is. But Love is a Shield, similar. They did, did monkey a little bit with the vocals here. I'm going to play uh, 
up the part where the kind of monkey with the vocals and with something called a vocoder and then they kind of it blasts out into this really nice instrumental bit and so here we go love is a shield i think it's I believe this is called the orbit mix from camouflage Love the Shield from Camouflage, the number 10 song on the all-time best 12 inches of all time. We get to Heaven 17, and a kind of surprise placement. Heaven 17, very remixable. This song, not very well known. This is from their, let me see, fourth album called Pleasure One. It was the lead-off single. And being a keyboard guy, you would think, well, this isn't my bag at all because it's very guitar-y. Indeed, there's a guitar break in the bridge of the song, of the original mix of the song, the album mix and the single mix. But they start off the 12-inch with just that. And I love isolated bits on a 12-inch, be it a vocal or be it an instrumental uh, part or, you know, highlighting one of the instruments alone. And here you go. This is, uh, well... It, the remix in, is called Big to Songs Trouble. The remix is called, in parentheses, Big and then Trouble. Here you go. Trouble from Heaven 17, the 12 greatest 12 inches of all time. We get to number eight and Thompson Twins. Again, a super remixable band. Lots of great 12 inch remixes. 
uh, I almost didn't put this one on because I it was kind of had the same problem with the Annihilation Two Tribes situation. There are two remixes of Love on Your Side. This one is called Rap Boy Rap, and there's one that's called No Talkin'. And No Talkin' is a dub. It just has the uh, chorus of the vocals. But the very end of it, they highlight the, all of the entire keyboard bit at the end of the song, and they don't do that in Rap Boy Rap as much, but... They do it enough that it's pretty cool for me. So I think I'm going to play, kind of, kind of, going to play you kind of from the end of the song out to kind of give you an example. Like I'll play right before the uh, the bridge. They have this nice loud sound. It's in the original record, but they really mix it up ridiculously loud here to blast back into the chorus and then to finish out the song with the highlighted keyboard bits. Here you go. Love on your side, Thompson Twins, we get to Duran Duran, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees, Duran Duran, just announced. And Girls on Film, boy, I always have a an argument with Fangirl about this. She likes Girls on Film, it's a big 80s tune for her, but I say, you gotta play the night mix whenever you play this. In fact, she's probably gonna be putting them on the playlist for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame where she works, because that's one of the things she gets to do. But uh, the night mix, boy, the reason I like the night mix so much is, first of all, it's got this really cool, subtle beginning. And then at the end, uh, Simon LeBon does the vocal. Uh, the vocal is completely different at the end. They don't just do the. He, well, you'll see. You'll see. Here's. I'll play the start. Here's the start. It's kind of cool. It kind of builds up to the big into the song.
there's the beginning of Girls on Film. Like I said, it builds up into the song very nicely. And then we're going to go to the end of the song where it sounds much different than the probably album or single version you are familiar with in which uh, Simon is the final vocal. But here you go. There you go. I can you top that, man. Girls on Film, The Night Mix from Duran Duran. Another very remixable band, uh, by the way. Not upset with their mixes. I'm, we should probably do a countdown where we rank the band's order of remixability. Number six, uh, Book of Love, a PF favorite. And there was this thing you should check out on YouTube. I think it's called, it's from a place called Head Music or something. Like, just Googled 150 best synth pop songs. They did a big medley of them. And it was nice. I mean... I couldn't form a big argument against the 150, 150 songs, and it's, you know, that's a lot of songs I have opinions about, quite honestly. But I was uh, telling my wife, I would have flip-flopped some of the selections, like Weston Girls is in the top 10, and It's a Sin by Pet Shop Boys is at like 50-odd. Flip-flop those. Uh, it's a Sin should be in the top 10. Weston Girls should be back in the order. All those we discussed in the Pet Shop Boys episode. Do we have we done a Pet Shop Boys episode? You know, I don't think we have. It's... Boy, it shows you where my mind is at. Well, in any case, not a huge fan of West End Girls, but uh, and never was, but liked everything immediately after that that I heard from them. Okay, so uh, what was I saying? Oh, so Book of Love makes it in there, as does a group called Red Flag, who are fantastic. And uh, one other group gets... The, oh, uh, Animotion gets in, not, not for uh, Obsession, which is a great tune, very nice record, but a song called I Engineer, uh, co-written by... Uh, Elton John's often oft co-writer Bernie Taupin along with some other folks great great tune it's like at 40 odd for best so I liked that and of course Book of Love makes it in there but not with this song and weirdly and I guess I'm always fighting a battle in the Book of Love fandom is that people don't uh, aren't keen for this song as much as I am I would say if you're ranking the songs from the Book of Love debut album fans would go boy Medigliani and then I Touch Roses and and maybe this song, but this song is not only Book of Love's best song, it is probably one of the 10 best pop songs of all time. And I like this because we get a little extra vocal bit in the end. The instruments are all allowed to breathe in across the six minutes. It's called the Flutter Mix, and the song is You Make Me Feel So Good. I'll pick it up at from 4.30 where it kind of finishes out with uh, this extra vocal bit.
Book of Love, You Make Me Feel So Good. Weirdly, in the video version of the song, you get the, the extra vocal bit, but there's no single mix that has that little vocal bit in it. But there you go. You, you Make Me Feel So Good. Great song, great remix. We come to number five. First appearance, Depeche Mode. Not only, by the way, kids, as you can, I told you they're going to be here twice. You can probably determine now they are not only in the countdown twice, they are in the top five twice. And here is a song called Everything Counts, which actually I first heard as a 12-inch, went back and heard the 7-inch, which is fine, but made me really appreciate the 12-inch single more. The 12-inch version is called In Larger Amounts. Again, it kind of spaces everything out, breaks the song down into its little component parts. Uh, kind of like Girls on Film starts with a slow build-up. And I'll play you, I'll, I'll pick it up from 145 to get kind of an idea of the build-up and you know how some of the keyboard sounds are highlighted more than they are in the album or a single version. Here you go. Everything counts. Number five, 12 best 12 inches of all time. Depeche Mode, Everything Counts, and boy, still a great live, uh, that reminds me, i got to do my countdown of best live tunes of all time, because that is certainly on there. We get to number four, and a fellow named Howard Jones, another guy, very remixable, especially his early stuff, and a version of new song called New Version. The thing I like about this, it's, uh, I'm going to play, of course, two sections of this. I like the beginning, because I like an isolated vocal, and then at the quarter uh, toward the end, we get a, uh, a, a highlighted piano part, and then we also get some extra vocal bits at the end, too. So I'm going to play, here is the beginning of the new version of New Song. And not a new version, it, it was a new version like a year later. So it's still called New Version, though. Here it is. I've been waiting for so long To come in now and sing the song
All right, there you go, new song. The beginning of it, I'm gonna let's drop into the middle of the song here where we get that nice uh, piano bridge. Uh, the piano is mixed up a little higher than it is in the single. And then we also got a nice little vocal bit going out of the end. song new version howard jones number three on the countdown dead or alive you may know these cats you probably know two songs by them uh, you spin me around like a record which is the remix we're going to hear and brand new lover you might be familiar with these guys are from liverpool they put out a record in 1984 called sophisticated boom boom it was fine produced by a guy named zeus beheld who worked with uh, exotic Birds, who are from Cleveland, a Spear of Destiny, a whole bunch of other people, and a much sought-after producer. Does a fine job. I'm not sure they were sure what they wanted to be. They kind of wanted to be a dance outfit. And Sophisticated Boom Boom is fine. It produces a single called Misty Circles. I think it does goes into the top 20 in the UK. They get some heat here in North America because they do a cover of That's the Way I Like It, the old Casey and the Sunshine band hit. The song on the album I like called I'd Do Anything, which isn't very dancey, but it's kind of a cool song. It's um, I, I would call it an obsessive song. It's an intense emotional song. Anyway as a title might imply. So for their second record, they uh, produced an album called Youthquake, and one of the songs that is written for the album is called You Spin Me Around, and Pete Burns, the leader of the group, lead singer, uh, decides he needs Stock Aiken and Waterman to produce this. And Stock Aiken and Waterman, you probably best know from working with Rick Astley. It's that kind of sound. And Venus by Bananarama, uh, their cover of the Blue Cheer tune, uh, which really upset a lot of people back in the day, as I recall. Heresy, turning it into a, uh, what people would call a disco song. But th that kind of intense dance, drummy, you know, very technological, precise technological sound. Pete Burns figures, I need this for my record, and he is exactly right, because they come up with a banger, and I don't think this is the same record without Stock Egg and Waterman's production. Rumor has it that the production of the album and the song were fraught with tension, with the band members and Stock Egg and Waterman almost coming to blows in the mixing room over how the album should be mixed. But there are a couple of 12 inches of you spin me around. This one is called The Murder Mix, and I will probably play... I'll probably play this in two bits. I'm going to play you um, the beginning, again, a nice buildup of it, and then I'll give you the, um, I like how it kind of isolates the keyboard at the beginning, and then I'll play you a bit at the end as well. So here's the beginning of You Spin Me Around, the murder mix.
You Spin Me Around Murder Mix. Now let's go to kind of toward the end of the song. And this one kind of breaks down kind of like one that one-to-one -one song I was talking about where it finishes up with just the drum machine going, which is super cool. But uh, here's, um, yeah, I'll pick it up from right where it comes out of the bridge. You spin me right round, 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 You spin me right round, 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 You spin me right round, baby, right round, like a record, baby, right round, round, round. You spin me right round. You spin me around. I love that ah, ah, ah part that he does vocally. See, I like a little added vocal. Um, I like extra lyrics, so we get those sometimes. None of these songs have any extra lyrics on them, but um, my friend Tony was always big for that. That was his big benchmark for a good 12-inch remix single. Do you get extra vocals, extra lyrics? Um, we get to number two, the second best 12-inch of all time, Wishing by a Flock of Seagulls. Boy, oh boy, these knuckleheads. Uh, again, you probably know one song by them, I Ran. You might know Space Age Love Song. Shockingly, a favorite song of my boss, who's 10 years younger than me, and it was, uh, he he couldn't have been more than two or three years old when the f when that song came out. But anyway, he rides a scooter around his neighborhood and listens to that song. It's the strangest thing. Anyway, he must have discovered it by a movie, I, I reckon. Anyway, um, so people, you know, consider Flock as it goes to be a one-hit wonder, which is complete nonsense. They have a... a at least a dozen really good songs. So, by the way, they are touring this summer. If you want to go see them, it is more than Iran. Trust me. It is better than Iran. Iran is just fine. Iran is a great song. They have a lot of other really good songs. And I would say, I would rank Iran like fifth or sixth in that. I would put this song above it. It's a song called Wishing. Uh, so beautiful in its simplicity. It's basically based on a three-note riff, which is insane. And they managed to carry this sucker out for nine minutes. It's in, it's unreal. Without mixing down to the drums, without mixing down to the, the bass part and doing any nonsense like that, just nine minutes of wishing that this, you do not get tired of. We'll just drop it in the middle of it here so you can enjoy this. This is from about the 255 mark of nine minutes. This is wishing if I had a photograph of you.
wishing if I had a photograph of you, Flock of Seagulls, the second best 12-inch of all time, we get to number one. Number one, Depeche Mode again with the song, but not tonight. But not tonight originally was on, well, originally was not on the album Black Celebration. It was the B-side to the first single from Black Celebration called Stripped when the album was released. But Not Tonight was not on it. In North America, the record label decided to put the song on the album, which infuriated the band. I think there was a reason it was twofold for putting it on the album. One, it's a great song. So I think the record company heard it and said, this is fantastic, this should be on the album. And it, they released it here as a single, actually, with Stripped as the B-side. They flip-flopped him. Um, but, but Not Tonight, a fantastic song. And the band was furious by this, so much so they would never play the song live for years and years. They, they finally have started playing it live. And just hated the decision of the U.S. record company to make them put that on the American version of Black Celebration. Weirdly, when it comes out on CD, it's included, and nobody's upset. So I don't, it was all a bunch of, of uh, hooey for nothing. There is an original 12-inch single. Uh, I believe it's the stripped, original stripped 12-inch has a remix of Stripped, obviously. A really cool one called Breathing in Fumes. Again, <clears throat> Depeche Mode, so damn remixable. There's just tons and tons. I should do top 10, uh, top 12, 12 inch remixes of Depeche Mode. That should be a countdown of its own. There's a one of But Not Tonight. It's not as good as this one. This is called the, I call, I, I call it the US remix. I don't know if it's actually called that, but it's about a minute or two longer than the, I think the album version is like four minutes. The remix is five and change. And then you get this one in about six minutes and 30 seconds. Nothing fancy. Just lets you enjoy all the different parts of the song. And again, doesn't break down to the drums or anything like that. It's just a, a, the perfect 12-inch remix. And here it is. I will play you. I'll pick up from 145 just to kind of get you an idea of how you hear the different parts of the song highlighted in each section. Here you go. Not Tonight, Depeche Mode, the best 12-inch remix of all time. Well, there you have it. We have a brand new song of the week, by the way, we're going to get to here. And I'm going to uh, uh, give you a song by Lights. And it is her, let me see. She has a new single out called Pep, and I chose this for uh, a couple of reasons. It came out last year, but the album just came out, so I just started listening to it. 
And the reason I'm picking lights is because a long time ago, uh, if you go back and listen to the episode where interviewed Roger Erickson, recommended by the way, he is an, an actual remixer, uh, and he explains the remixing process and how he's able to do that and how he got to remix, be an official remixer for Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark. And anyway, uh, there was a contest that Lights held years ago for one of her songs called Toes. If you signed up for this contest, they would send you the individual tracks of the song Toes. So just the vocal track, just the, the keyboard track, all of it together. And you could make your own remix, and they had a contest. So I'm like, wow, this is great. And in the Roger Erickson episode, we discussed how when we were you know, kids um, separately growing up in Utah and Ohio, that we would try to make remixes using tape recorders, which is just a, an insane way to try and make a remix. And uh, it was just funny that I actually got a chance to finally make a remix with the proper tools. And I did that with Toes. And I, I don't know if I should play some of it for you. You know what? I'll play a little bit of it for you right here. This is my what I call the Hands and Feet mix, which is a title I borrowed from a Depeche Mode remix. Uh, this is the Hands and Feet remix of Toes. Starts on isolated vocal. And well, here you go. and feet mix are part of it by lights uh my attempt at a 12 inch remix not using tape recorders actually using the component bits of the song and i remember i posted this i might have how did i i played it uh somehow roger harrickson was able to hear it um and he said it was a real nice remix i might have emailed it to him or something and he was very kind and said oh it's a great remix and of course it's not but I mean, even though it has the elements that I like in it, I mean, it, it's okay. I mean, I'm not embarrassed by it, but it's not it's not great. But it was fun doing, and I wish I could do more of that. They should really have a way of doing that. You should be able to buy the component pieces of the song. Well, I guess you can nowadays, because that's how um, Little Nas X, he, bought the, he actually legally bought the chunk of a Nine Inch Nails song and, and had that hit record. Anyway, but, uh, the song of the week is from Lights from her new album, Pep. The song is called Beside Myself. It's kind of Lights returning to form here. She's been working a lot with other people doing individual singles, and those kind of sound more like the person she's working with than they do her, obviously, because I guess she's just the featured artist. But this is Beside Myself. Good old-fashioned Lights for you. Uh, here it is. It'll take us out. 
Next week, we'll do what? I don't know. Uh, Eurythmics are also in the Hall of Fame. I might do a countdown of their songs, maybe Duran Duran. We're trying to get some folks interviewed here. Again, you know, comedians are touring again, but one of the papers I write for went out of business, so I don't really have a place to print the interviews, which is how I got people on the show. Uh, but we'll see what we can do and try to get some comedian interviews, maybe some musician interviews sorted as well. But in the meantime, here is Lights with our song of the week beside myself. PFT recorder, so long, and thanks for listening. Ghosts of our sin.